Let me first state that I have never liked Elon Musk. I've always thought he was a con man and a, I don't know, you know, he, uh, I think he's real good at pitching bankers to give him tens and hundreds of millions of dollars. And yeah, I know he created a car, but the build quality isn't that good. And they also explode. When I see a Twitter, somebody driving a uh, Twitter, <laughs> we'll get there, a Tesla. <laughs> My first thought is idiot. And they also drive like jerks. They have supplanted BMW drivers as the most worst, rudest, and inconsiderate drivers on the road. That would, that would be your Tesla people. There are plenty around where I live up on this hill in this well-to-do suburb where I live. I'm not well-to-do, <laughs> trust me, but... <laughs> so, yeah, a lot of idiots in the neighborhood. I want to read something about Elon Musk and Twitter. That uh, twi- uh, It was a Twitter thread, actually, but I think it kind of sums it up very well. It's an, it's an eight-part tweet. So, from November 9th, Elon is a, and the guy's name is uh, Matt Sabold. Elon is a creative accountant who rebranded himself as an engineer. Like any fintech Grifter, he lives in a perpetual fear of liquidity crisis, like the one he now faces. More prognosticators I'm seeing predict one of two things. One, he reverses course and Twitter returns to something resembling what it looked like in summer of 22. Or two, infrastructure decay, active user flight spirals a company towards bankruptcy and obsolescence. Unfortunately, I think there is a door number three. Musk's behavior reminds me of a Ponzi schemer facing down a torrent of withdrawals. He needs cash fast, and he's already tapped out his venture partners without open kimono, which he won't do. The cash needs to come from Twitter itself. As Musk gets desperate, he will turn the platform into a a grotesque amalgamate amalgam of Pornhub, 8chan, Full Tilt Poker, and the Daily Wire, an account-draining pleasure island for his incel army. MySpace is not the, the cautionary tale. AM radio is. When the 70-year status of the U.S. radio started unraveling in the late 90s, station owners, many of them media conglomerates, turned over this robust infrastructure with almost unprecedented reach to networks like the American Family Radio and Excellence in Broadcasting. They filled the channels with prosperity gospel, anti-abortion, evangelicals, Rush Limbaugh, and his clones. The transfiguration of public utility into perpetual propaganda laid the groundwork for Christian fascism. 
AFR and EIB were predictably funded by the GOP donor class. They understood that the AM dial was, like Twitter, often derided, but gave them access to an audience who they could not reach any other way, at least not at such tremendous scale. A weaponized far-right Twitter is like something out of Bannon's dream journal. All that's holding back the horde is Musk's, the alleged richest man on earth, relative liquidity, about which who knows. And there you have it. (sighs) And... (laughs) But yesterday, the funniest thing happened with Musk's brilliant $8 blue, uh, what is it called? A, you know, token, whatever, you know, the, a verified, you know, check, check mark. That's what it, blue check mark. Somebody bought one for Eli Lilly, the, the pharma company, and posted that uh, we're happy to announce that. Um, insulin is now free. And that tanked the uh, uh, Eli Lilly's actual market cap by 15 or $16 billion. <laughs> and a whole bunch of other pharma c- companies uh, lost a bunch of market cap as well. And, um, you know, they will bounce back. But I think somebody made a bunch of money because they shorted the Eli Lilly uh, stock <laughs> and then made, made the tweet. Well done, I say. Um, now, I think hopefully this will, you know, the guy that invented insulin uh, sold the patent for $1. And Eli Lilly has, uh, so that people could get it for free. Uh, somehow the pharma companies have have made it so that's not happening. Eli Lilly has raised the cost of of uh, insulin 2,600% in the past 10 or 20 years, and people are dying as a result. These people should be shot, and I'm not kidding, or at least, you know, in prison for life. The free market does not work because it does not exist. Uh, we're, we're, we live in an oligarchy. Yeah, Elon Musk, God, what a loser, man. I mean, he's not smart. And he, when he retweeted that thing about uh, uh, Nancy Pelosi's husband, it being a gay lover thing, and people people are, it's going to affect the, people don't want to ride in a Tesla. You want to ride in a Tesla? But, you know, I, I don't. If you like this podcast... Please tell your friends about it. Please subscribe somewhere. Please leave a you know review somewhere. Riding the Wild Bubble is on every platform where fine podcasts are served. On that note, I'm going to say goodbye for today. Or yeah, well, no, actually, I have another one to do. But <laughs> until next time, this is Knox, riding the Wild Bubble with you forever. <laughs>